Okay, welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. We're back back in the studios for episode three. It is the 20th of August 2019 and as usual, I'm here in the Barrel Podcast studio with T-Bone. How are you, mate? G'day now, mate. How are you? I am going well. Uh, so it's a beautiful day out there. Have you been, been getting in the water today? Went, went and surf a secret little right-hander. Very similar to Trestles, actually. Had a lot of fun. Sweet. Broke out the sci-fi. Sci-fi? Is that your little Kelly Slater model? Yeah, a little, little older model that's been around for a while. Stewie swing, Kennedy swing made a, it famous. Swing a few axes out there, mate. I tried to, mate, but the knees these days um, don't hold up how they used to. <laughs> there you go. I, um, I've been getting a couple of little little splashes in myself. It's been been a nice winter in the southwest. It's been a magic winter now, mate corner of the southern hemisphere um have you seen there seen what's going on in tahiti Poof. mate it's been crazy it's been awesome to watch so the the main event the tahiti billabong pro starts in two days i believe uh what are we the 20th today i think it's the 22nd it might have been tomorrow um probably should know that but 21st mate 21st, 21st so that's tomorrow um so yeah, I'm not not exactly sure if they're going to start tomorrow, but it looks looks the swell's been promising. But but the big news was the big swell that they had on the weekend. I think Saturday was a was one of those day of days in Tahiti. Did you catch any of the footage, mate? I did, mate. Yeah, I yeah, crazy. I don't know what planet they, those guys are from, but some amazing footage. When you see the drone footage of of those waves. You see, you can see how 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 shallow the reef actually is, and it just blows my mind. Because I mean, you know, it seems like it's waist waist to head high on a fifteen foot massive double up things. And it just yeah, if you get smashed by one of those, surely you're gonna end up dead. <laughs> surely you're in a lot of strife, mate. You're in a lot of strife. Then again, there was that. Um, was it Porcella, Francisco Porcella, yep. something like that, a few mm. years ago, and he just went over the falls mm. on that. Absolute beast, and yeah, just j- jump back on the ski and back out there. I think didn't see too many crazy wipeouts. A lot of the yeah, a lot of the ways I did I did see online where yeah, people were making them, getting towed in, and yeah, just getting incredible rides. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I just can't even get my mind around those those waves. That one young Tahitian, I believe, got the wave of the swell. Um, Crazy. Mental, absolutely mental. Um, and that's a fairly big sort of, uh, I guess, difference, whatever you want to call it, to the last big big event that we had, which was the US Open held at Huntington in uh, California. And um, yeah, what, what a fucking waste of time that thing is. Can't say I really spent too much time watching it. Anyway. It's almost unwatchable. The waves are just... R- junk. Absolute junk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, what is it? It's a 10,000. It draws big crowds. You know, it's, it's, it's a big, it's a big uh, I guess, scene at Huntington Beach. But for a spectator, yeah, pretty boring to watch. But as a, as a surfer, a lot of points up for grab, a lot of money up for grab. And if I get a license, I'm going to buy some cars. <laughs> I'm going to buy lots of cars. Um, that's classic. What was that young black's name? Oh, Har- Hiroto. Hiroto, yeah. So no cars for him this year. 
Maybe uh, next year, young fella. Yeah, he sort of won it out of nowhere, didn't he? But I mean, he's about five foot two tall, so probably probably suited to those little mushy Huntington hot burgers. Yeah. Um, the thing that really amazes me about that is they've got lowers off the tour, uh, off the CT. I think they probably hold contests every couple of weeks there for various reasons. But why would you not just move it down there? I don't. I mean, I did see footage of lowers during that event during the US Open. It was pumping. Yeah, I'm not sure, Nemo. Um, the accessibility from Huntington Beach to Lowers. Um, what is it? It's about 45 minutes away, isn't it? Something like something like that in the car. Yeah, not sure. I mean, it's a way better way. More what? people get down to Huntington. Um, but tell you what, it's yeah, didn't really turn on at all. So what were the results in the uh, US Open, mate? Well, uh, Pupo. Pupo took it out. Pupo? And uh, Miguel Pupo. No, Miguel did, Pupo didn't take it out. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Okay, who did then, never? I've had a complete mental blank. No, Miguel... It was definitely a Brazilian goofy footer. Yeah. Um, what's his name? His name is... <laughs> He's on the tour right now. Well, let's talk about the runner-up. Liam O'Brien, for starters. Liam O'Brien. Little legend. Now, Liam O'Brien was brought to our attention last year. He, uh, he won the inaugural naturalist pro just uh, in a local region did you say that you... I, I did mate actually last time i actually watched him surf um sorry mate yago dora yago dora that's the one apologies miguel yeah very <laughs> simple don't worry about him apologies yago apologies apologies yago sorry yags yeah goofy footers great air game no yago dora took it out mate but yeah going back to leon o'brien i remember watching him at nias last year and i thought mm, this guy's pretty flashy and when you were there no when i was, I was just watching it online okay i thought um he looked really sharp and had a really good style Shop. from from the gold coast i believe leon o'brien is from burley heads if i'm not mistaken um so he's, he's probably got that Really smooth sort of rail game, as well as the sort of modern um, air touches that a lot of the young blokes do. But um, yeah, I think being brought up in those points, it's always a, always an advantage for the young Australian surfers. Yeah, definitely a runner up in a in a, in a QS ten thousand got eight thousand points, so that's boosted him right up the QS rankings to tenth. So tenth in the QS, so a real possibility of qualifying for next year. Still got a long way to go. Um, but yeah, mate, he's 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 uh, he's doing really well. Another one, um, another couple of juniors um, that we've been we've been um, paying a bit of extra notice, and a shout out to Was actually. Um, Good on you, Was. This is for you, mate. Giving us some heads up about some up and coming juniors. So young Caleb Tancred, yeah, he's sitting at eighty one on the QS rankings. He's had a couple of ninths at some QS six thousands. So he's not really pushing for qualification. Yet, probably though, not, he? mate. He's still, yeah, still a young strapper. But um, getting ninth in some of those six thousands, he's he's definitely got some potential. And oh, he did he? Okay. My man or my young man, Ethan Ewing. He's still he's on seventy eighth um, in the QS. So his last result was the twenty fifth at the van. So um, bit of work for young Ethan. Well, he, we know he knows that he can he can qualify. He's done it before. Um, I remember his first wave in the CT at Snapper. I think he got like an eight point five or something, and then probably didn't get the results go his way for the rest of the year. Just getting back to um, 
Caleb Tanker, what's what's his sort of background? Where's he from and that sort of thing? Um, I'm not sure where he's from, mate. I think he is, he's from the East Coast, um, natural footer, great style. Um, I believe he's part of the what they call the Evoker Push um, on, on the Central Coast there of New South Wales. They've um, just had a, a whole bunch of blokes come through there. Um, even from way back, back in the day, you had your, your sort of uh, Mark Sanger Sainsbury and your, um, you know, you've got your Ace Buck and Maddie Wilkinson, Wilco. They're 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 from um, that Avoca area. Ross Clark Jones, mate. You've been you've been watching uh, Survivor. Ross, Ross Pat Cones. I have been watching. No, I no, I have actually. I've, I shouldn't shouldn't be afraid to admit I'm a bit of a reality TV junkie. I watched Ross break his ankle and had to be evacuated last night. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. Shouldn't laugh. I'm sure he's okay. Didn't. <laughs> He's going, so I need a break my ankle or something so I can get some of the uh, special jelly beans that the medics have got. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Caleb Tancred is from Avoca. Um, obviously, there's another big legend from Avoca that is he's, uh, doing the rounds at the moment, and uh, his name's obviously the Avoca Jesus. Big Wade Carmichael. Wade Carmichael. We'll have a bit of a Wade watch a bit later on. So, Wade, Wade's watch, Wade's world later on. And, um, have a bit of a chat what the uh, big Wade's up to. Now, you did mention Ethan Ewing. What else have we got there in the um, QS at the moment? I think there's a few Australians in the top 10. There is, mate. Um, I'd like to see a, a, a bit more than what we've got. Um, we've got Maddie, Maddie Banting, 7th. Uh, Connor O'Leary, 8th. Uh, Jack Freestone, ninth, And Liam O'Brien coming in um, at 10th. At so, 10th. Got a few guys there. Um, Jack's obviously still on tour and hoping to requalify. Connor, really sharp, flashy, goofy footer, uh, hoping to get back on tour. And then obviously Matt Banting, um, looking pretty good at the moment. So at the moment, Jack Freestone is not quite double qualified, but it's certainly a possibility that he could. Um, I'd like to think that Matty Banting and Connor O'Leary will both qualify. They've been there before. They know what it takes. Um, They've both got the game for it, I think, and I think they could, yeah, certainly get on tour and stay on tour. A lot of people do tend to sort of drop off after their first or second year. Um, Andy Irons is a classic example of that. He he fell off and came back on and won three world titles. So it's bang bang. Yeah, sometimes it's a good thing to um, yeah get that disappointment of losing losing your spot and then getting it back. Yeah, you know you you know what you're missing and that sort of thing, I guess. So yeah, not too bad. Um, so yeah, um, what else have we got in there? That sort of top twenty zone. We've got um, what's his name, Jordan Lawler, still still floating yeah, about. Yeah, yep, Jordan Lawler. He's got a six thousand points in his title from that win at Manly, so he's he's certainly a possibility of getting on later into the uh, you know the top ten. That's right, mate. Jack Robinson, uh, he's eighteenth. Come on, Robbo. Yeah, it's a shame that he didn't um, yeah get into the main event at Chopes. Hmm. I would have liked to seen him out there. Yeah, he could do some damage. Absolutely. Did he go? Was he in the trials? Yeah, he was in the trials. Didn't make it through. No. I gotta, I gotta ask you something now, man. How come they didn't run it when it was when there was swell? The actual trials w- wasn't as good. W- w- why didn't they get him out there when it was absolutely pumping? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it was. Um, yeah, most of the waves I think that they were taking on that day were mostly towing waves. But apparently there was sort of a pack of about 15 or so that were um, paddling in. 
but maybe I don't know. Why do they why do they call off a big wave event with because the waves are too big? It's just I don't know. Safety, maybe. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Safety, yeah. yeah. But you think you think especially with the the Tahitians, they'd they'd be loving that sort of conditions. Oh they? yeah, man, they're just an amazing surface. And if it's twenty foot and not paddleable, just have it as a tow wave thing. Just get yeah, know, get the barrels, get the huge 15, 20 foot barrels, and get the biggest one you get through. Uh, it's probably not going to help you in the main event. <laughs> just have a whole tow wave comp if you need to. But what's the um what's the forecast looking at like for the um. Tahiti can't. Too bad, mate. I mean, I don't know how accurate my uh, my report is here currently, but um, you know, opening opening day, four to five foot, four to six. Well, just comes up a little bit, five to eight. So we got waves. Um, I'd like to see a lot bigger than that, but it looks over the next couple of days there is swell. Um, just whether or not the winds are favourable. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So it could be so that mid-size um, chopes like the year that um, Ace Bucken won, sort of four to six foot. Hoping, yeah, ho- yeah, ho- hoping there's going to be a few nuggets over the weekend by the looks of it. A few um, nuggy nuggets. Let's run some heats um, tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Well, so just sorry, get back to tomorrow's forecast. How big? Oh, maybe four to five feet, four to six feet. Well, they'll probably run that for sure. Is it going to be offshore? Um, what do we got here, mate? Yeah, east northeast. Um, <laughs> doesn't sound too flash. I have a clue if that's offshore or not. That's what happens when you live on the west coast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's say offshore. Um, are, are they doing the likely run day sort of thing at the, with the forecast that they were doing earlier in the year? No, they go uh, tomorrow. Four to six foot likely run day or I'm not sure, mate. Yeah. Anyway. Um so looking at Tahiti, who who do you reckon is is the sort of big chance for taking out the chocolates? Can't go past Mr. Gabriel Mardina. I love marshmallows. <laughs> uh, and then the goat, mate. I've got Gabby and the goat, Kelly Slater, as my top two. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've well, it's kind of it's a no-brainer, really. Those two are probably the most two most successful chope surfers of the last ten years, and uh, yeah, there's no reason why they wouldn't continue that sort of form out there. I don't think, um, especially that sort of four to six zone. I think Gabby's probably lethal in that. He is, mate. That he is front, that sort of zone. So I was Kelly. I mean, there's 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 a heap of them have got a chance in, in that size. Yeah. If- um, looking at your um to your Tahiti fantasy team, where where are you sort of what are, you, what are you looking at for your team for the Tahiti competition? We've got Kelly, Gabby. I've thrown in Owen. Owen Wright. It started to show a bit of form. All right, uh, so let's uh, just break it down. Tier one. Who have you got in tier one? Kelly and Gabriel. Okay. Yeah, I, I do as well. I must admit, I've got those two in my tier one. You go too wrong with those two. Tier two, which is your big tier. Who Who's your four surfers in there? Mate, I've got, I've got Mr. Owen Wright. Ozone. Yeah, Michelle Burez, gone the, gone the local. I'm giving Julian Wilson another crack. Um, he's an insane um, back-end tube rider, and so is Jeremy Flores. So I've actually gone three naturals and a goofy in my tier B. Yeah, okay. Well, um, that's interesting because the only difference that we have is I've got Julian Wilson, Owen Wright, Michelle Burez, and Ace Bucken, former winner out there, um, just with the forecast, I think 
Ace Buck, and he'll make the quarterfinals in his sleep out there, I think. So I reckon he's got a, a good shot of getting some points for me and putting me back up the rankings. Um, what about in uh, Tier 3? I've, I've gone Solly Bailey uh, for this one. I, I, I know he's had... A, um, actually, I think he won the actual Vulcan Pro or he finaled at the Vulcan Pro. Yeah, he won it. He won it. Yep. So... Uh, I think he can surf um, backhand tubes, so um, I've been backing him all year. I'm hoping he can he can start get a few results. Um, I think he's an insane surfer. So I've I've put him in the mix and I've given the big Hawaiian another shot, Zeke Lau. Zeke Lau, well, yeah, I mean, geez, those two, why are they in tier, tier three? I love Solly Bailey serving. He's just a good, honest Australian surfer with a few tricks as well. Insane barrel rider. Um, and Zeke Lau is just just too good to be in that sort of tier three, I reckon. Should be higher up the rankings. Um, but yeah, it's one of those years, isn't it? There's, you got your Seabass down there, all these sort of incredible surfers that should be doing a little better on the ratings, but it just shows you how competitive it is these days. No, it's good to see it really tight. I'd like to see some of the, some of the guys sort of in the bottom, like the, the Geordies, the Gabs, the Callies, even Julian get a good result, so we really get really tight, and, the, and, and there's, there's basically going to be not many points between first and, and eighth. Hopefully, yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be good to to um, see it get really tight, a bit like the AFL now, currently. Like the AFL. Um, so, being a West Coast fan, we uh, well, I'm a West Coast fan. You're a West Coast fan. We um, couldn't quite bring home the chocolates against Richmond on the weekend. Did you watch the game? I did. It was an absolute cracking game. Do you know what? I thought it, I thought at quarter time, Richmond's going to come back, but I thought we'd be able to hold out. And then when we lost the lead, I thought they're going to run away with this now, Richmond. But I thought it was pretty good effort from the West Coast players to come back and put a bit of fight, show a bit of fight for yeah. the match. And um, also had, uh, you know, they, they obviously... Lost by six points, which is not too bad. It's put them in a bit of a precarious position on the ladder, but that's all right. Um, big news this morning was that Ross the boss line got the boot from Fremantle. I think that's about time. Yeah, I do too. I mean, you've got to score a few goals in your life, don't you? Me too. It's got about four or five on the weekend again. It's just it's not great for you to watch. So who's going to replace him? Um, uh, Brad Scott? Well, apparently the money is on... Um, my doppelganger, Justin Longmuir. He's um Okay. He's the favourite in the betting with the bookies to take on Gonna get someone in house to step up. Well no, he's he's assistant coach at Collingwood. Oh, I must be thinking of his um gee, he must have a twin brother. Um he's got Troy he's I think Troy Troy Longmuir oh, is younger or older, I'm not yeah. exactly sure which who's the oldest one. But um yeah, they're good players, weren't they? So, no, yeah, they were. He's um he's been coaching for a while now, Justin Longmuir, so He's the bookie's favourite to take the um take the job. Okay. And who do you think is going to win the big dance? The grandy grand final. Mm. <sighs> Eagles. Eagles. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a Richmond Eagles grand final, a bit of a replay of Sunday's mm. game, and hopefully West Coast can take it out. But I don't. Think Hope so. Hope so. Wade's World. Um, so, obviously, it's been a bit of a break between competitions. The J-Bay Open, which was 
almost, well, it's probably a month ago now. What's our uh, friend Wade Carmichael, the Evoker Jesus, been up to? Well, currently sits 15th on the rankings, Namu. Uh, finished off the Corona Open J-Bay. He got a 17th. He's, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's missed a couple of opportunities. Uh, I guess Tahiti um, and then Europe is is probably, I mean, it is really important for Wade to um, get a good result and just get him up a little bit higher on the rankings. Well, I can tell you one thing he's got going for him. He's been... Absolutely scoring the shit out of it back home where he lives, I think, in the central coast of New South Wales. There's been some it's pretty good little insty Instagram clips of um, old Wade getting some really, really nice waves um, up there. He's got, did you know he's got 30,000 followers or so on Instagram? It's, no, I didn't. He's yeah, such a popular guy. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised. I didn't realize that he was that popular. But um, yeah, he puts out some good content. Um, He's just put out a, a video video uh, spot with Cooper Chapman um, called Ticket to Ride. Have you had a look at that? No, I haven't, mate. But Cooper Chapman, he's a he's a great great little uh, surfer. Very very good clip from those guys. It's um yeah good honest Aussie surfing, and it's uh, well worth a look. So have a look at that one, Ticket to Ride with uh, Cooper Chapman and Wade Carmichael. So we've talked a little bit about the Tahiti competition. When's the when's the next ladies comp? Ladies comp, mate. I'd say that the the ladies are off too. I'm just having a quick look here, Namu. I believe they're going on to. Oh, it's you. the Freshwater Pro. Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, but, but Freshwater Pro, uh, and then after that, the the ladies head to um, over to Europe. Kelly's Kelly's wife pool. Kelly's wife tub. Um, so just with that, I know that a lot of the girls are having, you know, the girls' tour is following the men's tour pretty closely for most of the year now and they did used to have a competition in Tahiti what what's your thoughts there do you think they should should I, be back at Chopes I, I noticed um Tatiana West I can't remember her, her full name but Western she, Web Western Web yep she was there um getting a few tubes what this way yeah, yeah I, okay. I think the women should follow the men it's quite a long break you know they they finished J-Bay at the end of July and you know, mid-September, so it's a substantial break for them, and I think the girls should follow the men's. I 100% agree. I it's, think they should be back out there for sure. It's probably hard to run those double heats at Chopu because it's such, I guess, quite a uh, reasonably um, confined takeoff spot. So to have two heats running at the same time may be a bit of a challenge. Might having the four surfers there and the yeah yeah yeah. Um, but it'd be good to see, good to give the girls a crack at it. Um, why not? Yeah. Well, if they're worried about runtime, WSL, reduce the surfers and all the non-elimination rounds as mm. we've talked about in the past. I th- I think that the girls should be out there for sure. Um, I mean, they did have it, and I remember them getting some pretty good waves back in the day. It was probably what ten years ago. Yeah. Chelsea Hedges, um, Georgeson, I think her name was. Pretty sure she won it once or twice, and she certainly had a good dig out there. Yeah, and there's no, there's absolutely no question that the the level of barrel riding has increased immensely since that time. Hundred percent. Um, you know, they, I mean, they they had it at it um cloud break, didn't they? They up did, until, mate. Up until the cloud break event finished a couple of years ago, so you know, they could do it at Tahiti. 
they could have the boys out at the 10 foot days and the girls out at the 6 foot days no worries I yeah they, they should give it a crack indeed now it's time for Bronte's Beats where we look at our local legend Bronte McCauley and um, tell you what she had a good result at the US Open T-Bone did she mate? she did indeed she got a third um, Ooh, at the US Open that would have knocked her up the ratings a bit it certainly has it's put her into fourth place on the QS Boom. and um, I think you, you're probably well aware that the top seven qualify through the QS yeah um, currently in the top in the top sort of 10 or 11, there's four double qualifiers in the women's mm -hmm. um, tour. So sitting in fourth place is a pretty good um, spot to be uh, to qualify for next year. Um, and one thing is with that as well is that there's only two two big comps left for the year for the girls. There's a 10,000 and a 6,000 yep. and that's it. Yep. So there's not many opportunities for people below Bronte to um, overtake her. That's right. For a spot. Um, however, there's still plenty of time for Bronte to qualify through the CT. That's right, mate. She's sitting 11th at the moment. Mm. It's pretty tight, the girls. Um, pretty tight. What's the difference in scores then, Matt? Well, Bron yeah, Bronte's nearly 18,000 points. Nikki Van Dyke is just just below Bronte, followed by Silvana Lemmer and my girl Coco. Unfortunately, she got injured, I believe, so... Um, above Bronte, there's Johan Defay. Um, she's about a, yeah, just under two thousand points above her. Then Brissa Hennessy, Tatiana, and Malia. So, and then we get up to the top five. You got Caroline, Lakey, Steph, Sally, and Carissa sitting up on top with, you know, usual suspects in the top five. That's right, mate. So, tell me what happened to Coco. Yeah, she got a bit of a, a bit of an injury. Your uh, favourite, my favourite. Yeah, I would have. Um, she was injured. Uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't compete at J Bay. I would have loved to oh, see her. Was that was that at the um, Texas Wave Pool? Yeah, that's right, mate. Yeah, pulled a reverse and then yeah, did, tweaked her ankle. Bit or something. of a crunch, something like that. Yeah, oh, that's that's a real shame. But she's got plenty of time to heal, and uh, hopefully she'll be good to go at the at the white at the um, freshwater freshwater, mate. Yeah, she'll be fine. Hopefully, um, so Bronte got third at the US Open, which was a huge result, and she's. Um, I've been following her on Instagram and she's um, having a fat old time right now in the Maldives, just ripping up those long lefts and um, yeah, pushing pushing a little bit of uh, water off the rails. Looks looks like some great surfing there from Bronte. Yeah, they they had a um, had that annual event over in uh, Maldives as, as well. The men's um, it was Parco and uh, Maddie Wilkinson, Josh Kerr, I believe. Um, Won by Josh Kerr again. Yeah. The dream, the, the dream event. And, I know, um, how good that event be? I think they, they, they had a twin fin section and it just looks so much fun. Twin fin, single, um, thruster. They, 
sure that the guys the guys involved with that would not be too unhappy if they no. put a quad event in there as well, just stay a bit longer. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Great event to be invited to. Yeah. Um, so with the uh, the uh, Freshwater Pro coming up, there's been um, a bit of publicity about the different wave pools around the around the traps. Um, have you seen that the one up in far north, well, not far north, but in the north north part of the uh, Australian eastern seaboard up in Queensland, the uh, Hockey's wave pool is just about to reopen. Did you see that? I, I, I saw um, a clip of it a while ago. It um, looks quite interesting, the technology used there, mate. Yeah, so you know the background of it. They opened it for a, a couple of days last year, late last year, and um, although small, the waves look pretty perfect. And then the um, they've got like a plunger system and put the arm or the, the head of the plunger or something broke, so they've been repairing it. But it's all all back up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got... Um, Urban Surf's uh, wave pool in in Melbourne, which is ready, just about ready to open, just out near the airport there. Andrew Ross, the founder of the Urban Surf company, is is pushing out social media, ready to go with that. So it'll be interesting to see when that um, when that comes out. That'll be the first uh, full scale wave garden cove model. So I don't know if you've seen too much of that, but the wave looks insane. It's just a little barrel. Sick. And the um the full scale models, you know, I think 150 meter rides or something crazy. So it's um could revolutionise the whole thing in Australia and worldwide. But we'll we'll see when that comes out, when that's uh, open in a, in the next sort of month or two. I think. Unreal. Yeah. So um, I was just reading here about Kelly Surf Ranch. It took nearly 10 years for the project to see the light of day, huh? Is that right? Yeah. Well, I wonder if uh, it's been probably 10 years since um. Greg Weber's is it Greg Weber? Yeah, Greg Weber. Greg Weber. I always get him and Will mixed up. Um, since Greg Weber's been working on that, probably longer. But um, hopefully something sees a lot of day with him as well. I know that everyone's a bit curious about that as well. So um, speaking of wave pools, it's Goat Watch. Where's, um, where's Kelly at the moment? Do you know? Kelly, I believe he's he's been in surfing in California, mate. He's um, he's. He's looking really good. I think he's pretty fit at the moment. Tell you what, he um, we've both got him in our top top two of the fantasy team, and um, I would not be surprised if he takes home the win. Um, it's the last last tour victory that Kelly had, but I think it was two years ago. That's right. Yeah, two years ago at the Tahiti Pro, and it would not surprise me one little bit. I think he, yeah, I think he said that was his best victory in his career. Is that right? So. It, Kelly comes in heat seven, the seeding round. He's got David Silver and Frederico Marais. So you would put Kelly in as a pretty hot favourite. To... Oh, he'd be odds on in that one, I'd, you'd think, wouldn't you? Uh, Frederico Marais, I was just still a bit disappointed with his efforts at Bay after putting him in the team, but you get that. David Silver's a good barrel rider, though. I've seen some footage of him. He, he did a ride at JB too. He's he's really sharp and fast, and mm. as as most of the uh, the, the Brazilian um, entourage are, they're so quick and whippy. Yeah, certainly whippy. So Kelly's been doing a bit of <clears throat> excuse me, a bit of uh, testing in the wave pool. Obviously, getting a bit of a bit more of an advantage in the uh, lead up to the freshwater pro. Yeah, mate. I've seen. Yeah, there's, I've seen this. Quite a few pros have been going over to the the surf ranch and getting some practice in. Mm. Yeah, well, you, you get your management team to hire it out for the day, and you can get as many waves as you want. I think it costs about fifty grand or something, isn't it? 
Very nice. Huge, huge cost. Um, but yeah, look forward to, well, I know that you're not a fan of the Freshwater Pro, but I look forward to seeing what Gabby and a few of the others can do with their barrel riding and their um, airs coming yeah, to Yeah, Gabby did look pretty good. Um, he, he was warming up there just recently. Oh, was he? Um, okay. Yeah, he did look pretty damn unreal. I missed it. I missed it. I yeah, so, I mean, Gabby's seventh. Um, you know, Gabby gets a good result. Ooh, he's... It can really boost him up the rankings. What's the differential between him and um, Chloe in first? Well, Chloe's 33.845 and Gabriel's 26,895. So. Okay, and that's not taking drop results into account either. Yeah. So it's going to be close, isn't it? Yeah, Kelly's an eighth at the moment. He's 21,055 points. If Kelly gets the semis or, or better. Um, you know, hopefully that'll push him up into the top five. That would be good. And providing a few other people above him don't go so well. Yeah. We'll could see the goat come up a little bit higher. Go the goat. Let's see it, Matt. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Look forward to watching it tomorrow. Um, we've got a fairly short show today because we've both got to get out and do other things. We are going to do the Tomich Curios Cup. And this is the... Uh, the world champ, well, not the world champion. It's the our nominations for the biggest kook in surfing. Have you got any nominations this week, mate? I don't, mate. I don't have too many. What about yourself? I do. I've got one. Um, I am going to give my nomination to people that push and post. Same push a lot today. That post their uh, their session they've just had or just about to have uh, on social media. I'm sick of saying waves um, posted from around here and from other areas. I'm sure other people are as well. Just enjoy the surf that you've had and uh, keep that to yourself and not put it to your 3,000 Facebook fans so everybody else can jump down there and get into the water with you. Anyway, that's a bit of a rant. No, fair crack, mate. Fair rant, fair rant. Yeah, I, I just find that it's just so crowded everywhere you go these days and... Um, uh yeah being on social media just doesn't help things um it's funny have you have you, have you seen any of those um uh indo facebook sites so like barley surfers or whatever they yeah you've seen how crowded all the way is getting oh well it's, yeah i know it's been crowded for a long time but like unbelievably anyway that's my little rant otherwise um anything further to add t-bone no mate no all right, well, we'll wrap it up there and uh, good luck to all the competitors in Tahiti. Hope you get absolutely coned off your nut and um, we will close the show with a reminder to check us out on Facebook, like our page, uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, give our page a like and you can also catch the show on iTunes as well as all the other platforms. Ciao for now, see you next time. Catch ya.